I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. Here's Lindegaard making Boris backpedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's found him via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trott. Goal. Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. I've no idea what time you're listening to this. This is the uh, Glovers cast. I am Ben Barrett and joining me today are two people who laughed their socks off when I booked the open top bus earlier in the season. How the tables have turned. It is Ian Perkins and the Glovers cast eyes on the team yesterday on Saturday in the win over Dagenham and Redbridge. Mr. David Coates, gentlemen, fine gentlemen, how are we? We're all right. Have you still got the receipt for it? Have you? You're booking. <laughs> it's still, it's still made. It's still, it's still, it's still available for early February. So, yeah. early February. I think that's gone back, and I'm sure it's March at least. It was a bit cheaper. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> in February. This it's going to be a bit chilly. At this stage, it's going to be a tour of Yeovil, really, isn't it? There's not going to be any real reason to be on the bus. No, at, at this point, it's just taking a bus in Yeovil, yeah. just the standard first bus. <laughs> Yeah, put you a coach to sit on. Yeah. Have a good one. I hope you didn't pay a lot of money for that, Ben. I don't know. What's a day rider these days? Been a long time. Well, actually, no, it hasn't been a long time since it was today I was on the bus. But, uh, <laughs> it's uh, been a long time since I was a bus in Yeovil, anyway. Safeway services they used to have when I used to catch buses down there. Oh, Safeway wow. services. They're sponsored by Safeway. I think they were run by Safeway. I can't remember. Safeway doesn't even exist anymore. No, I know. Yeah. (laughs) But Safeway existed as a bus company after Safeway, the supermarket, I think. I'm not sure if there was a connection between the two. They had a a garage in South Petherton. Okay. I mean, I'm 100% sure this is why people have listened to the podcast. You mean this isn't isn't the bus podcast, no? (laughs) Okay. Did you or did you not, Dave, watch some football on Saturday afternoon? I did indeed a whole 90 minutes plus extra time. Well, injury time. So, and yes, very enjoyable. It was too. Although I was a little bit eek by the end of the game. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. What's that? Sorry. A little bit what? I was a little bit eek by eek. the end of the game. That's, yeah, a, yeah, that's yeah. a sound only dogs can hear. I think. Yeah, absolutely. I, I could go, I, I could go high in that, but no, the, um, uh, but yes, it was a little bit, uh, I don't know what it sounded like for you guys on the radio, but it was a little bit, uh, too close for comfort, I thought, in the in 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 the second half. I mean, it, it, they, well, no. So we start from the beginning. That's a good place to start. <laughs> Always a good place to start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think Darren Sal called the first half, am I right in saying he said it was the best 
45 minutes or one of the best 45 minutes in his time as as ever. I mean, yeah. I guess if you think that the team that they were playing against were a very good team, has some very good players, um, had been doing very well um, this season, probably slight overstatement to say the best, but uh, but then. I'm trying to think of other 45 minutes where I remember thinking, wow, that was uh, that was amazing uh, from from a Darren Sahl team, I should say. And there's probably a few, probably at Stockport um, earlier early in the season was probably one of them as well. Um, but we we did look very good in the first half. Um, and I would say probably deserved to be ahead. I mean, it was a bit. I mean, I'm still not score- sure who scored the own goal. I think I've seen three different people given given the own goal. The only thing I can guarantee was that it wasn't Luke Wilkinson's goal, despite the celebration that he put in afterwards, which was quite <laughs> intense, I have to say. Yeah, you would have thought that he'd scored the winner in the World Cup final. But he, um, yeah, he, he, was, he was certainly in the thick of it. Um, but yeah, first half, very good. Second half, they brought on a player called Miles Weston, who I'm told has been around a bit. Um, the D- Dagenham fan who I checked in with told me that he is, quote, getting on a bit. He's 33 years old. So if he's getting on a bit, then I'm basically dead. Um, but he, <laughs> um, he, I, I, I mean, I can't understand why he didn't play the entire game. I think if he'd have been playing the entire game, we could have been in a bit of trouble because uh, he, he and Jordan Barnett went toe to toe. Let's put it that way. Um, down that, um, down their right side, obviously our defensive line. Um, but it, uh, and the second half, even though they had ten men, I, there was there wasn't really a point where I thought to myself, "Oh, we've you know we we've got the advantage here. We've got this one um, sewn up," because we don't really seem to do very well against 10 men and I'm tactically inept. So I'm not even going to be able to tell you why that was, but it was just like the ball just kept going back to them. We just couldn't, there was, there was one moment in about in injury time. I think it was at the end of the half uh, where we got the ball and we just played it back, played it square, played it back and just kept the ball for probably about 45 seconds and that was it <laughs> other than that we were we were trying to do our usual thing of going forward and then losing the ball they get it out to Weston on the right he come marauding down that side and uh, and do something or you know they've got even with 10 players they've still got 10 decent players on the pitch tackling them um so yeah I don't Equally, I don't remember, apart from the one, I think it was McCallum, who the own goal was given to in the end, had headed off the line by Charlie Wakefield, I think it was. Um, I don't remember Grant Smith having an awful lot to do, but it was definitely very eeky in the second half. So to answer your question, yes, I watched some football. and That was (laughs) a bit of a rambling summary of what I saw. I want to ask about the first half, because you aren't the only person to um, draw comparisons with with Stockport and with sort of other really positive 45 minutes. Why was it so positive? Because we were one bit of luck and one ridiculous red card moment away from going in at nil-nil and probably feeling quite aggrieved by all accounts that we weren't winning because we hadn't had such a good first 45 minutes. What was it about the first 40? Because at Stockport, we were arrogant. We were in their face. We were attacking. We were really, really ballsy in the way we went about ourselves. What was it about the first 45 minutes against Dagenham that is leaving people talking so highly about it? 
I don't think we were necessarily as ballsy as I remember us being at Stockport. I don't think we were like, like you say, just let's just go for them. But we were definitely willing to go toe for toe, toe to toe with them um, in uh, in, a, in an attacking sense. You know, when uh, there were a couple of times where Charlie Wakeford, Charlie Wakeford was excellent in the in in the first half. Just yeah you know, did his usual thing, got the ball and, and, and just ran with it. Yusuf was putting himself around up front. And I, I don't know, maybe it's just an, a, the similar way at Stockport. You look at their team, I remember looking at the Stockport team and just thinking, blimey, they've got some good players there. You know, they've got some experienced players. They've got some quality players. I mean, um, Balanta, the lad Balanta, he... Um, <laughs> He didn't really do a great deal. You could every time he got the ball, you thought he has got some real quality. You could tell just by his touching and his movement and everything. McCallum similar, but I don't really remember him doing a lot it, in either the first half or the second half. I say it was for me. It was really only Weston in the second half who who, who looked um, uh, in in any way special for, for for them. So I thought we nullified their threat in the first half pretty well, and um, but we definitely looked the more likely to score, and you know went against a very good team and uh, gave gave it to them. I thought so. Yeah, that was. I, I was very, I was impressed with the um, with the first half, and then, uh, you thought with ten men in the second half, we could really, you know, we could we could take them apart, but we just didn't. <laughs> we just we 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 didn't really have those opportunities to do it. Dave, what would you guess the um, possession stats would be at for that game? What in the first half? No, for the, for, for the whole ninety minutes. I only got the, the whole, whole ninety minutes. minutes. You see. Second half, Dagenham had an awful lot of the ball, I thought. So I would say it was in Dagenham's favour, the possession. Am I right? I don't know by how much, but... Huh? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Dagenham, 59% possession. Okay, 41% yeah. possession. But we had more shots on target than them in the 90 minutes. Yeah. And, you know, possession's nine-tenths of the law, isn't it? It's what you do with it that counts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we've spoken about it a few times. When we played Halifax, keeping those important players quiet, Stockport, keeping important players quiet. You've just said there that we kept Balanta, McCallum quiet, and it's only when they had to make changes and bring on more influential players yeah, yeah. did they get anything into it. At what point At what point do we just start giving our lads credit for doing that stuff right? We are going out there, highlighting opposition danger and nullifying it. That's really good, isn't it, regardless of result? The one thing I'd say is that there was nothing that I learned from that game that I didn't know already. Defensively, we're very good. I think we've said all season that defensively we're very good. Well, with the exception of, are we allowed to talk about Ian's four matches yet? Is okay. that <laughs> is it still too soon for that? No, you can go. You can he go. Started, he started. He's gone very pale and started shaking now. <laughs> but um, but yeah, obviously I can't comment on those four games because I want that. But but yeah, defensively we've always we've said pretty much all season that we 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 are very good. And again, um, I mean, I'm sure we'll come on to the the, the defense, but it was yeah special Dan Moss was I thought was brilliant uh, and Barnet uh, you know I could say it for all of them but um and then but then up front we're you know we're, we're lacking someone who's got a, a a finishing touch which again we've said all season um or for a lot of the season uh, and this team just doesn't know when they're beaten and are constantly you know effort is a 
110% to coin a cliche, uh, but the uh, all things that we knew already, aren't they? We're good at defence. We're not great um, as a you know as an attacking force, um, but they'll run their whatever's off and scrap and kick and do everything that they need to do. So I don't think I learned anything new in particular, but I, I, I would agree with you that we they absolutely give them credit. But I think we've given them a fair bit of credit for being mm. defensive. Yeah, no, I, I think I so. Yeah. Defensive. Yeah. The um, manager said yesterday how important Luke Wilkinson was in certain moments and certain situations. Was there what stood out about Luke Wilkinson's performance yesterday? Um, <laughs> he, he thought he scored the goal. <laughs> no, I suppose there were just there, there were those moments where and. I mean, I maybe didn't notice it so much for him because I tend to notice the ones who are sort of obviously doing things, if you know what I mean. Like Jordan Barnett goes flying in with a tackle. He's obviously done something. You know, Dan Moss goes, you know, makes a good tackle, goes bombing, bomb down. Josh Staunton, again, for, 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 for me, was just constantly shouting and organising and everything. I think the thing about Wilco is you don't really... Um, notice he's there until he's not there or you know or until he you know, comes flying in with a header or <laughs> as a as a, a a blinding free kick but when he when he's not there that's when you know you really notice the absence that he brings so uh, i suppose in that entire defensive unit i mean the dagenham fan that i was uh, checking in with he he was saying that he thought max hump was a bit dodgy which i, I would would disagree with i, I thought he all four of them, I thought, were excellent. Um, and Max Hump got in the team of the day, in uh, team of the weekend, in the non-league papers. So, but the Dagenham fans said he thought he was um, he he was a bit ropey. But I think that unit, Barnet, um, Barnet Hunt, Wilco, and uh, and Dan Moss, they just look so solid. And and I think Luke Wilkinson brings you know that out of a lot of uh, a lot of people as well tough not to look back to last season isn't it and think of a team that we had we got 20 games out of Luke Wilkinson yeah. in, in all manner of circumstances two red cards injuries in out in out more than the hokey cokey we got Josh Staunton for about five minutes yeah the addition of those two on a on a well we're seeing what happens when we can bring that that spine in it's something we've talked about so so much isn't it we're just missing that one bit at the top of the spine aren't we to do the finishing off now but it really feels like it's one thing that keeps coming up, isn't it? That this, this is a group that, you know, they live together, physically live together. Some of them, they're all in each other's pockets. They're living this life in the middle of absolutely nowhere down in Yeovil, discovering their football careers that under getting underway. And uh, yeah, what, what, what a group we've got at the moment because they seem to love it. It's making fans love it. It's pretty good right now. Not sure about it. I'm, you know, I'm trying to be a little bit cautious to saying it, but I'm bloody loving this. Yeah. It's making me weirdly uncomfortable. It's much easier when we're rubbish. <laughs> There's people, much easier. There were people making comparisons to Darren Sol's first season in charge with the celebrations at the end yesterday. Yeah. Um, I, I think they do those celebrations, don't they? They, 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 they almost, well, they, they were waiting there. Yeah, and I think it might have even been Luke Wilkinson who started doing the claps <laughs> to, <laughs> to, to 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 get it going. But um, but yeah, I think they 
you know, they look they, they look forward to that. And there were Dagenham fans saying, "Oh, look, like you won the FA Cup." The uh, way you're celebrating there, but yeah, it's the shades of it. Very different team in it, but there are shades of that same kind of um, camaraderie that is between them. I think. Yeah, he described he described their work ethic as like their USP, didn't he? Which I thought was an interesting line. The work ethic endears them to people, and yeah, got a good point. And I think you know we we talk about age and experience a lot of the time, but you know the youthfulness of this side, yeah, sort of. I think it for me anyway. I think it 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 makes you want them to win even more so, and push them on and give them that extra like, come on, you bastards. <laughs> I think it's strange that oh, what am I trying to say? I don't know what I'm trying to say. I've completely lost my train of thought there. But the fact that they do these these almost orchestrated moments with the fans, it's like they need it as much as the fans need it, and they recognise that they're out there for people. I don't know whether that's from a season of playing with nobody behind them because we're not physically allowed there and they're just trying to enjoy these moments whether it's because you know they know this football club isn't isn't going to be their home forever you know and when you get a group together that are a, a unit like this freaking enjoy it why not enjoy it have those moments so yeah those they do feel a little bit not orchestrated that's the wrong word again that's where I'm, I'm tripping up here but it feels like of one of those moments of yes we've won whether we thrash someone or we hold on for dear life, we've won. We're going to go enjoy it with them. And that's yeah. something that I think is um, vital and something that we've missed under the previous regime when we didn't have people who cared. And, you know, those are the, those are the bare basic things that, that we've all wanted, haven't we? And, we, and we, we're seeing it again in this, in this new group. And like you say, we did see that uh, with 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 some of our players. You know, the likes of Carl Dickinson would always come over and give it the give it the big one, wouldn't they? But I suppose it's got there's a different. There is more of a sort of like a say like a youthful excitement about them. You see, uh, like Jordan Barnett and Tom Knowles, like grabbing each other in headlocks and things like that when they're uh, <laughs> when you know when they where they're doing it. Whereas the others were a bit more, you know, grown up and sensible about it, weren't they? But And they'd uh, and they'd been there before, you know, as well, yeah. hadn't they, with at various yeah. levels of their career. Whereas a lot of these players have, you know, this is their first real run in in a team for some of them. I think was it Charlie Wakefield who Darren Sal talks about has only has had like eight different clubs or six different clubs or you know. Well, I mean, Joe Quigley, he's had 16 or whatever it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? These players haven't had homes. And I, I do wonder, again, we don't really know a little bit more behind the scenes, but is that is that Josh Daunton, Luke Wilkinson and, and the senior guys recognising what worked in, in season one, recognise what was missing in season two and trying to put it together and manufacture that and say, well, actually, we're going to take the lead here and this is what we think works. This is how we think it gets together. And heck it's it's working it's not going to be perfect we're not going to go unbeaten the rest of the season or anything but if you're getting people on board enough it it has to it has to bode well it has to mean you get you get back more than you as much as you give i mean i don't know dave did you feel that in the away end yesterday was there was there a feeling of we've got to help this lot keep this ball out the back of the net uh i i i, I 
I struggle to um, kind of differentiate it because I regularly only go to away games and at away games with the exception of when <laughs> in the sort of Darren Way era um, it's pretty much like that anyway because you have I don't know what were there 200 odd people there so it's probably more than there normally would be for a game but you get a relatively small number of people who always want to do that anyway so I'm not sure it, I, I could say that it was any they were giving support more than than anywhere else but there was when there were particularly in the second half where there were those moments where it was getting a little bit hairy you did feel people you know really cheering them on which is um something that uh god bless her i know pat costed always uh she's always jumping up and down whenever you know people are getting on on players backs when things aren't going well and saying come on you gotta support them come on yo and uh and and it, it did feel like that like there were you know there were were fans that were wanting to to lift them and you can see that they're lifted by it as well jordan barnett jesus he's um he he said okay he tweeted the other day didn't he about how he loves this club you can tell that he genuinely loves it um and loved the whole you know going toe to toe with that that lad Weston he loved like shouting at the Dagenham fans after the final <laughs> whistle he gave it everything he did yeah he just yeah he's, he's, he's fantastic I love him him and Moss uh, Moss, uh, Moss was probably my man of the match yesterday but not by a great deal from from Jordan Barnett in fact any of the back four you could have um, given it to um, but yeah, Jordan Barnett is um is is is, is good value. I um I bought uh, my friend uh, who uh, came with me to the game. This was his forty second birthday present from me. Was a was a ticket to Dagenham. What a treat! Nothing says happy forty second birthday like a trip to the end of the district line, does it? So, did you get yeah. a burger? most importantly i didn't i didn't oh, okay. i uh we, we we were late getting in because we uh we stopped past the south bank don't you know and oh, okay. uh and i got a korean burrito instead but i can oh, recommend well. if you're going past the market at the um by the royal festival hall in the south bank very good uh korean burrito that you can get korean burrito i'm not sure that's even a thing is it but it was it was <laughs> Kore- it was it was korean food in a burrito so it's kind of a yeah Korean Mexican fusion there, I think, but confusion. <laughs> but yeah, so we stopped past there. So we got into the ground. I hung the flag up, and then um, we went into into the bar. And uh, then uh, someone had asked the night before on the um, on Facebook whether there were any alcoholic drinks served in that bar. I can tell you that there were three alcoholic drinks served in that bar. Carling. Carling cider, which I didn't even realise was a thing, to be honest with you, Um, and Worthington cream play. Matt Worthington. Matt Worthington cream play, yeah. (laughs) But, um, yeah, in the words of uh, one supporter who who was there... uh, (laughs) Who is it? Name and shame. shame. Uh, Peter Morse, his name is. uh, Was it last season? Yeah, beginning of the last... Where was the game where Halifax, where gold scored twice and uh, we uh, we won 2-0? Was that last season? Or was that, that was the season, season before, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, it must first have been the season yeah. before last. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, he, uh, he, he'd had a couple to drink on the way up to Halifax, shall we say, and he ended up getting wheeled out in a wheelchair, <laughs> which... Uh, <laughs> Which it, which was quite uh, quite a, quite a feat actually, but he came in with the young pretender, Mr. Andy Craig, singing 
I like it, I like it, I like it, I like it, I like it. <laughs> and then it went, here we go. We've got Staunton and Wilco. No idea. <laughs> no idea why he was going for that one, but he liked it. Okay. That's a good one. And start, oh. yeah, and, Car- and Carling Cider. He seemed to like that as well. Ooh. Dear, oh dear. No, thank you. Not no. for me. Not for me. Not for the coin sirs. No. <laughs> the coin sirs. Yeah. <laughs> Gorman's going to be a loss, isn't he, as we go into Bromley? Yes, fifth booking, wasn't it? I didn't really see what it was. It looked like it might have been for like a, a little cheeky nick on someone right at the end of the first half as well. When there was it, was it not part of the incident? So did Johnson not go in for the challenge? And Dale Gorman get all up in his face. He and... did, but I seem to remember that it was um, quite a well. I say quite a bit. There was obviously quite a period where he got where the guy walked off. Um, there seemed to be. He seemed to get so whether it's the referee brought it back and then he booked him, I don't know. But there seemed to be quite a delay between that the sending off and the melee and everything going with it, and then him getting um, him getting a yellow card. So it could have been the same thing, or it just seemed like a very long time between the uh, between the two incidents. But yes, he will be a miss. Who do we what what, what do we think we can do with that tactical masterminds? Ben looks like he's writing. Are you writing something I'm, down? I'm, I'm not writing. I have. I have. Does mentioned... it say Mitch Rose? Is that what it says? On it, does, it does not. Oh. Um, I think it's because for, for me, this system is the one that's working, isn't it? So I don't want to. You could just go to a four. You could just go and stick Quigley and Yusuf together and have Knowles and Wakefield as, as a flat four. But I don't think that's going to be the way to go. Um, do you not put Alex Bradley in? Do you think? I, I think I think you have to. The, the manager alluded to the fact that he would be involved if we play slightly wider or something. Was his sort of throwaway line in his pre-match about Alex Bradley? Yeah. Um, I wonder if Low Everton's going to get a go. Mm-hmm. I wonder if Low Everton's going to get a go in there. Um, he sort of made a couple of sub appearances. He hasn't quite had the the run of minutes that maybe he would have liked. I wonder if he comes in and is given a slightly freer role with Staunton and Worthington possibly just being a little bit more holding in front of the, in front of the back four. And then you have like a line of three, you have Wakefield Knowles and Sonny blue in behind in the 10 La Trequiesta. And then you have a front man, whether it be Quigley or Yusuf. I wonder if that's the way he'll go. I think I'd rather side with Bradley and play it almost exactly as we are now with a four, three, three, but I think he'll go Sonny. Hmm. I- Bradley hasn't really played either, has he? He's been like, you know, no, a minute it. off the at the end, isn't he? I think it's an odd one, isn't it, Bradley? Because I thought he was one of our better players last season. You know, in the second half, I thought he was really good, and he, for whatever reason, he just doesn't seem to. You know, you can't take out Moss for him, I suppose. But you know, he signed Mark Little, which I presume was going to keep him out of the team anyway at right back so it's a bit of a funny one he did talk about him as you say though Ben playing in a wider role didn't he so whether he sees him as one of a three or not but would who out of those players out of the options that we got would you two think has got what Gorman's got or more of what Gorman's got I guess I should say 
I think Bradley's got more of that, you know, as a right back slash midfield player. Yeah. He's, he's got that defensive side to him, I, I suppose. I mean, it's a totally different position, different discipline having to play in midfield. But for me, he's more of that. I feel like he'd have more of that to his game than Sonny would, perhaps. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just checking. Has he always been a right back, or did we kind of shoehorn him in there? I well, when we signed him, I think it was he can play centre midfield and right back. Yeah, he was. He was signed. Um, they made a big thing about his versatility, didn't they? But I'm not sure. He was at Harrogate, was he? Or Lincoln? Lincoln. Lincoln. I think Lincoln. he went. I think he went on loan to Harrogate. Oh, okay, right. But I, just, I, I do wonder if this might be where he has to come in now. And, and you know, we, we know we're going to get opportunities for, for a bit of chopping and changing. I think Staunton's got three yellows. Worthington might have three yellows. So there's going to be games available in that middle of the park. So unless he has got plans to, to announce Mitch Rose and make this, um, make this podcast out of date by the time it gets released or whether or not we get somebody else in, maybe he's found a, a, a midfielder somewhere, then... Like I say, I think I would go with Bradley and say, well, this is your chance. This is your big chance against a very good side. Go out there and be as influential as Dale Gorman can be and, and, and stake your claim. Do you think um, Alex Bradley is thinking about uh, representing Finland in the uh, Qatar World Cup? He's got to get his minutes in, hasn't he? Yes, if he wants to get picked, he does need to get his minutes in. And <laughs> probably... uh, just looking at his Wikipedia, but place of birth, Worcester. <laughs> They're playing playing for Finland due to his uh, mother being from Worcester. From Worcester, Worcester, Wor- Worcester Warriors. Uh, oh no, no, no! I don't think he's been anywhere near Worcester Warriors. I uh, okay, think, no. I think that just happened to be where he was born. It's the circle of life. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Elton had joined us for a second there. Ben shaking his head at the mirror, like. You've, you've underlying shoe- tones of yeah, the conversation. Yeah, you shoehorn that in. We were talking so positively. <laughs> we weren't going to go there. We weren't going to do that. I was just waiting to. for the moment to get there, yeah. You yeah. lowered the tone. We were talking Dave, about... Dave served it up. He, <laughs> he specifically... He's probably not even from Worcester. Dave just uh, wanted to... <laughs> <laughs> he is. It's any of Worcester uh, Royal Grammar School as well, I'll have you know. By way of... What's the capital of Finland? Helsinki. Helsinki, Helsinki yeah. But yeah, you, were there re- you were there recently, weren't you, Dave? I was, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Nothing to do with Alex Bradley. <laughs> or his mum. Or his mum. No, that would be a bit weird, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's stop talking about Alex Bradley's mum. Come on. Okay. Should we talk about Bromley? Bromley. Yes. Okay. Before this, we had a nice chat about Michael Cheek, didn't we? That feels like a, a natural place to go. Cheeky. A, a cheeky chat. A cheeky yeah. chat. Is Michael Cheek, apart from Tishmanga, the best that we would have come up against this season up front? In in especially in this little run where we've gone six unbeaten, he's going to be the biggest test so far, isn't he? For Wilkinson Hunt, the people we've been praising, the people we are piling this praise on. Balanta's not as good as Cheek, but he's good. McCallum's not as good as Cheek, but he's good. The guys at Eastley, they're good, but they're not as good as, as you know, we've had Tavon Campbell at Woking. He's good, but he's not Michael Cheek. This is the biggest one, isn't it, of this little run so far? Maybe of the season, with the exception of Tishmanga? 
I'd Jeez. say so, yeah. I think I mean Cheek is always towards the top of the scoring yeah. tables, isn't he? So yeah, it feels like certainly well, yeah, until we play Wrexham and whoever they've got up front. Yeah, Paul Mullick. Yeah. Yeah. I'm but going, to you, that, by the way. I'm going. You, yes. You're going to Wrexham? I am, yes. Sorry, that was just, just me getting a bit excited about the fact that I'm going to watch them again. Which means we're gonna win and not concede, because I've still not conceded see us concede yet. So And I I can't go to Dover, so oh. we'll win that one as well. Yeah, excellent. All we have to do is keep being away. That's it. <laughs> well, Ian, you're not going to Bromley either, are you? No. And you didn't go to Dagenham yesterday? No. I'm the answer, mate. I am oh. the answer. <laughs> I am the answer. 12 points out of 12 for this little yeah, one of four. It's, uh, yeah. yeah. But uh, but do you think that Max Hunt and um, uh, Luke Wilkinson are better off against Michael Cheek, who is like a, you know, a very high quality battering ram, but he is that kind of centre forward, isn't he? Um, rather than a Chismanga or a Balanta or, you know, someone who's a bit more tricky and pacey about him. Like, I don't remember Michael Cheek having a lot of pace. He's always just, you know, a very good header of the ball, um, takes an amazing penalty. Um, and always seems to be in the right place at the right time. I mean, I, I I think it all comes from earlier up the pitch. Yeah. I think the way we're defending higher up, the way we press the ball and, you know, stop these things happening, Moss and Barnett are going to have busy afternoons to stop those deliveries for Cheek. Mm. And Staunton, Worthington and A another are going to have their work out in the middle, aren't they? So I think it's, you know, it's not just on the defenders to stop him. It's going to be stopping the deliveries to him and stopping those chances falling to him, isn't it? They don't like us, Bromley, do they? Yeah, what's yeah. that all about? I saw that. Yeah. What's that all about? It, it, it's... um. Uh, remember when Reese Murphy... Was it last season? No, no, it must have been the first season, wasn't it? Um, Reese Murphy really early on in the game at our place, went in on their goalkeeper, didn't he? I mean, he said it went in on him. It was, a, I thought, a 50-50 ball, but their goalkeeper got quite badly injured, didn't he? He get like a dislocated shoulder or something like that. Oh, uh, yeah. I've, and he I've had to come off. I remember that, yeah. And then that was the whole ball boys thing as well, wasn't it, that game, where the ball boys wouldn't give the balls back? Oh, uh, yeah, it must have been. Is that the Bromley game? Yeah. So on their, um, on their YouTube channel, I was watching the manager's... Um, uh, their manager talking about the um, their game against Kings Lynn and he was saying, and, and there were all these comments about, oh, I absolutely despise Yeovil Town and <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I can't wait to uh, I can't wait to, uh, to, to, to thrash them, so yeah, they really don't like us, I don't think, but the interesting thing was that the uh, manager, the, um, what's his name, Woodman, isn't it, the Bromley manager yeah. was saying that um, they tried to play too nicey-nicey, in his words against um, Kingsland who, as we remember, well you'll remember Ian, having seen it, the first game of the season, our I wasn't good footballing I, I wasn't yeah. at that one either oh, I right. was, well, I was lost on holiday <laughs> All right, yeah. So, so they're a good footballing side. I think it's widely regarded to be a good footballing side anyway, Kingsland. And 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 he said, um, Andy Woodman, that they tried to play too, in his words, nicey-nicey, which he said really isn't us. 
Um, and then he talked about an identity amongst these players or whatever. And I know Darren Siles said after the um, Dagenham game that he didn't like calling it a philosophy or an identity, but um, he... Uh... doesn't like runs either, does he? But he, <laughs> no, he doesn't like run. doesn't like those um, elastic bands between your legs either, does he? But yeah. Um, but yeah, so, so I do wonder whether they've got a bit of us, you know, whether it will be a bit of a war of attrition, that one on Tuesday night. It, it feels like it could be that way. Yeah. Plus that FA Cup game as well. Yeah. Where he must not be named, scored the winner. He did. And Murphy went up their place season before last. That was 97 minutes or something, wasn't it? He scored that late, 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 late equaliser. Yeah. Late, 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 late. Yeah, um, but no Byron. I don't think. I think Byron Webster is out. Ben was saying. I believe that to be the case, which means we won't have a Webster Webster Sawumni defensive partnership. Oh yes. yeah, I forgot Omar plays from didn't yeah. Captain Calamity. Yeah, maybe he can head one in his own net then as well. That'd be good, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. Just remember, I can't get that. Um, own goal he scored at uh, was it Northampton? Yeah, that that sent us down. God, yeah, he was like like Bambi on ice. Yeah, uh, that was. He did sp- have some good moments, though, didn't he, Omar? There was some. There was yeah, some moments where he wasn't as horrendous as people made it. He was, he was when he was he, bad. He was yeah. Bad, when though. he was horrendous, he was shocking. But I don't think he was. I think he got let down by the fact that he was in an awful team. I look back at him in a similar way to the fact that I look back at a couple of others, like Alex Fisher. I didn't hate Alex Fisher. I just think he was in a naff team. Who hates Alex Fisher? No, but like people don't like give him anything. He's like not even in conversations. I thought he was an all right striker, but yeah, I mean that whole era has sort of just. But I, I, I did. I did, one thing I would say about. Um... Omar was, but I think because he was captain for that season, wasn't he? He was captain for the season where we went down. He he did kind of, and some of those performances where he did have stinkers that definitely built up this this impression of people that don't really care. I'd say there were there were people who didn't care more than Omar didn't care, but I think he got that kind of um, yeah that that aura about him, didn't he? But he was, you know, when he was good, he was good. He wasn't. Um, who was it? Paul Sturrock wanted him to be Kenwin Jones, didn't he? Yeah, Kevin we did Jones. try and play him up front a few times, didn't he? I think. Yeah. And oh, yeah, I remember that now. Then he decided we needed to play a 16-year-old kid in the hole and threw Ollie Bassett in. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Ollie Bassett. <laughs> Bagging for fun in Canada now, by the way, that fella. There you go. It's good, le- good standard, that, is it? I have no idea. It might not even be, it might not even be Canadian Premier League. But there you go. Um, Bromley, in terms of sort of the form guide, they are right up there. Played 10, 1, 7, drawn 3. The one thing I would say is they have conceded a few goals. Kingsling got a couple against them. Stockport got one against them. They've got, uh, they got bashed in the FA Cup by Rotherham. Rotherham. Yeah, 3-0. Um, I wonder if we might try and do something similar. Try and blitz Score a goal. Early, <laughs> blitz some early doors and then just hold on for dear life. Can we blitz? Have we got the attacking, um, uh, the goal-scoring prowess to blitz anyone? Or do you mean no, blitz them got, as in attack them? 
yeah, attack them so, and try and make things happen. Like, we didn't score yesterday against Dagenham. They did it for us. Yeah. But we made things happen and we made, we kind of, I don't know, if, did, did it feel like we, were, we shocked them in the same way we shocked Stockport? I wonder if we're going to do the same, to try and do the same to Bromley. We'll just go at them. Absolutely no fit. And do you know what? If we get caught, we get caught. Bromley are a good side. We're allowed to go to Bromley and lose. That's fine. That's absolutely okay. And that, I think, almost plays into our hands a little bit, especially off the back of a win like that. If we'd have got spanked against Dagenham, we got done fours and fives, people would be going, oh, geez, let's get out of Bromley with something and then we'll go to Dover. We didn't. We got a win. Well, now we can go into Bromley and go, you know what, let's have a crack at them. Let's have a crack at them. And if something similar happens, amazing. If we get caught on the break early doors and cheat grabs one, and we're 1-0 down after 20 minutes and we've got to try and fight back in the game and we end up losing 1-0 or we scratch a draw or whatever it may be, fine. Because we've got three points from Dagenham. Un- somehow, unbelievably, we've got to play... Um, we've got to beat Dover. Of course we've got to beat Dover. But we feel like I feel like we've got something in the bank. We've got a bit of credit in the bank that means we can go at these with even more freedom. And that's got to play into your Knowles and your Wakefield hands, isn't it? And another reason why I think you'll go with Sonny... Instead of Bradley, he'll kind of go, sod it. Let's have a crack. You wanted 15 points from these four games, do you? <laughs> 15 <laughs> points from four games. Yeah. <laughs> Mathematics the for tape. the insane. <laughs> Rewind the tape. That's not what I said. I said more than six. Yeah. Yeah, I think I said five, didn't I? And you've already so got I've 60% already got of them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm very happy. And we've got to beat Dover. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have got to beat Dover. You're I think right, this yeah. is this. Uh, imagine the, the headlines are already best back to goal striker in the National League, scores winner in the 90th minute on Tuesday. Addy. The bench. <laughs> no, he's the second best, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, is, yeah. Is, is Michael Cheek the third best? <laughs> <laughs> back to goal. Well, I don't know. Given his scoring record, I say he's probably facing goal facing quite a lot the of goal, the time yeah. as well. Yeah. <laughs> very best point. front to goal, uh, goal, uh, goal scorer. Yeah. This is Questions? all. This is all, all far too positive. We've got some stupid questions we can answer. I've yeah. no idea. What, I've no idea. We're going to have to have a normal title to this. I know. Yeah, yeah. No, you're going to have to think of. Think of something uh, try amusing and be, to say. Try and be, be funny more amusing. In this last section, won't we? <laughs> what questions have we got? Uh, Why do Bromley fans hate us so much? Nobody's quite sure. I did enjoy actually Robo Chap Paul Swain, who's uh, I strikes me as someone with a fairly dry sense of humour. Uh, when I posted those comments from um, uh, the Bromley fans, he said, "If I had a list." Uh, if, if I had to list National League team based on how big a rival we have, I think I would have gone through about 20 teams before I even remembered that Bromley were in our division. <laughs> I'll let you into a little secret. When we were doing our pre-season ones, there was one. I did a very first draft and I had 22 teams. And I was going, who the f- am I forgetting here? Yeah. It was Bromley. 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 <laughs> in, in fairness, I ended up putting them quite high. I think I've got them yeah. in the playoffs. But yeah, yeah. I did. I did write twenty-two teams down, and I could not figure it out for the love nor money. Maybe this is why they don't like us. Well, this is it—the absolute disrespect we're showing them. Entirely forgettable. Okay, let's go for some questions then. Um, Chris Angelo, green and white goals. What are your thoughts on high squad numbers? Squad numbers should be used in order with no skipping. 
Premier League clubs have a squad of 25. There is literally no reason for numbers higher than 25. Today, Man City fielded number 80, which provokes full rage. Trent Alexander-Arnold should be number two, not 66. Can I just ask, has anyone ever seen Ben Barrett and Chris Angelo in the same room at the same time? Because <laughs> that, that could have been written by you, Ben, that question. When I take over football, when I run the world, <laughs> um, day one in the office, I will write a rule where anyone over the age of 18 cannot wear a squad number over 39, end of. Anyone who wants to is allowed to, but they must start the game on a yellow card. <laughs> So, Trent, you can wear 66, mate, but you're on a yellow card every single time. And anyone who dares try play our position with a number for an elongated period of time will also be issued with, if necessary, after the fact, yellow cards. So don't try and play number seven at left back. Otherwise, you're getting booked. End of. I, I was Ben's on the fence about this one. Though. I was right. <laughs> Did anyone else notice that Bukayo Saka wore three for England? Against San Marino. Three? Was three? he like playing left wing back? I or? don't care. It's Bukayo Saka. <laughs> he doesn't wear three. You ma- you move the rest around to make that fit. That, that was a disgrace. He should have been booked. If anything, we should be thrown out the World Cup for it. But <laughs> I, it infuri- awful squad numbers infuriate me. Now, can you remember, just to break up your diatribe, can <laughs> you remember even Zamorano, who used to wear... One plus eight. One plus eight. Plus oh, eight yeah, in the middle. Because right. Ronaldo was number nine yeah. uh, into Milan, wasn't he? So I can that... tell by the way that Ben answered that straight away <laughs> that he knows exactly what he meant. <laughs> that would fall under the 39 thing, wouldn't it? But he would also have to start on a yellow card, I'm afraid. You can have 18 and you can just say it's one and eight. <laughs> but you can't have the you can't have a little plus sign made up by your kit manufacturer. No, no. Bookable offence every single time he walks onto the pitch, as is different coloured football boots on each foot. The minute you step on the pitch, yellow card. If you happen to be wearing 48 with a red boot and a yellow boot, two yellows and you're off, mate. Sorry, bud. I don't make... No, I do make the rules. And <laughs> that's it. Game over. Sorry, but, you know. I mean, it was easier when uh, back when I first started watching you when it was just, you know, one Numbers to 11 with, no names. with three yeah. subs as well. Yeah. <laughs> That was very easy. Coach, have you got any opinions on this? You're quite, quite quiet on the subject. None whatsoever. No, but I just knew as soon as I saw that question that I wouldn't need an opinion. <laughs> I don't need an opinion. Ben's got enough of an opinion for all of us on that one. Goalkeepers 1, 13 and 30. If you need any more, you will have to be younger than 18 and go above the 39 rule. I, I get that's just the thing. That's just the thing. I'm sorry, but it annoys me slightly that Morgan Williams is wearing 13 and Max Evans is wearing 12. That should be the other way around. (laughs) So, Chris, no, we don't really have any strong feelings about any of this, any of us, as you can tell. Uh, Another one from Chris. This one might provoke some thoughts from you, Dave. Do you think that Terry Skiverton and Darren Way are less fondly remembered as players because of their time as manager? I get the impression Darren Way is not well-liked at all, despite all he achieved with us as a player. Did he ruin it as manager? Yes, he did. Next question. I, I would say that uh, that's certainly true of Darren Way. Yeah, Skivo didn't. Skivo didn't Skivo at all. Did. No. I think that first stint with Skivo, where he inexplicably kept us in League One a few seasons in a row. For a few seasons, yeah. Like, I, look, 
that squad, we had some crap squads. Let's get it perfectly right. We had some awful squads in that. We were just borrowing anybody, just loanies left, right and centre. And we stayed up a couple of times quite well. That season we finished above Wednesday and Charlton. That squad wasn't good enough to finish there. And if anything, yeah, Skiro for me, Hall of Fame career as a player. And do you know what? He was fine as a manager. He wasn't Slade. He wasn't Johnson who got us to Wembley. But I'm very, very glad he took over at the time that he did. Darren Way, Hall of Fame career as a player. Get in the bin as a manager. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. And so he he did. And it was the, the thing with Darren Way is it, it was the, everything that went with it. It was the I could go to any football league job in the country. It was the um, I'll get us to the top seven. If you don't think we're going to be anywhere near the top seven, you don't deserve to be here. He did, but just in the league below. So, yeah. The overall it, special one. Oh, God. All of that. All of that stuff. That's United what ruined game it. Was... Yeah. All of that. All of that. That's that's what ruined Darren Way. And the fact that he brought in players that didn't give a shit. Oh, if no, any, you've got to press the button now. If anyone's wondering, then uh, we did, at, uh, just before these questions started, we put three more double A's into Ben. <laughs> and then just, uh, <laughs> just, just set him off. You, got me, you, I just you, about can't, you, you couldn't have opened with the squad number one. That was the one to end with and just let me go. <laughs> I uh, Yeah, I was, I was about to answer that question. And then Ben was just like, no, 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 no. But... Yeah, you did say everything I would have said as well. So once again, Ben has answered that question enough. What do you think, Ian? You're a big Skivo fan as well, aren't you? Yeah, and I think, yeah, I don't think Skivo's reputation is ruined or that he's less fondly remembered. Um, Still gets a lot of um, chance at the end of games. Yeah. On Saturday, people yeah. shouting his name and everything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, part of me thinks. You know, the day he's not at the club, it's going to be it's a bit of a sad day, really, if that day comes because of, you know, his history, his legacy, just on the pitch, off the pitch. Like, it's been a massive part of everything pretty much for as long, well, as long as I've supported Yeovil Town. He's like the, the I, constant <laughs> of the club. I, I'm exactly the same. I've not known a Yeovil Town without him. Mm. Simple as that. So I'm exactly the same. And by the way, how many times could he have walked away? Could he have said, you know what? I don't need to work under Starrick. You know what? I don't need to work under Neil Marmon. <laughs> you know what I mean? How many times could he have just said, I'm done. I'm done. And just go and have his head held high and be a Yeovil legend and be the first person we induct whenever it may be into the Yeovil Town Hall of Fame because he does definitely deserved to be so. Skivo. And do you know what as well? Like he's our, is he our highest qualified coach? He's got like the, one of the top licenses, hasn't he? Like one of the UEFA maybe, yeah, top maybe. licenses he got over the summer, and it's sort of like, <laughs> why is he still at Yeovil Town <laughs> with that level of qualification? Without sounding too much like Darren Way, presumably he could go in a very many different directions, but he's still ours, and and we're you know. still his. <laughs> yeah. I think on on Darren Way, I think, you know, hopefully time will heal these wounds. I think perhaps once we're in the, once, if we get back into the Football League, when? <laughs> um, it might feel a little less sore, you know, a couple of seasons in as a solid Football League club. But, you know, at the moment, it's the man who 
dragged us down to non-league, isn't he? And that, that's his, at the moment, that's his legacy rather than all the brilliant goals, brilliant tackles. Ironically dragging us out of Football League. Yeah, being able <laughs> to jump nine foot in the air. like <laughs> We were talking, weren't we, the other day about that penalty at Rushton. Brilliant yeah. penalty, yeah. Yeah, I remember him taking a free kick when he first, one of the first games I think he played for us. It was like 30 yards out and he just lined up and smashed it in the top corner. And we, yeah. we just thought it was some, so far out. We thought, then there's no way he's going to hit this. Yeah. And he did it. And there's, yeah. And when he came back in that second spell on loan, was it on loan or permanent? It was on loan um, at first. Yeah, one and the other one. Start with the yeah, like the difference he made. I remember him as well. I remember him against Leeds when Leeds came down to League One. He played in a game there. Um, it was might have been their first one at, at our place quite early on in the season. And he just spent the whole time kicking the shit out of Luciano Vecchio. Yeah. Like, well, welcome to England, mate. I think he even got a bit of bloodied. I think there was a bit of a coming together and there was a bit of blood and all the rest of it. He just booted the living daylights out of these Johnny come lately big boys that had come down from the league above. And this was like this was glorious. This was fantastic. Made it better that it was against them lot, though. <laughs> venom. Said with real venom. The say one, squad numbers. <laughs> Leeds United. This is just like this is just like be- catnip for Ben. This is, isn't it? <laughs> right. Let's try and hammer through some of these. Um, will we get a big name in the FA Cup from Gareth Aspinall? Might uh, Dagenham and Redbridge. Big long name. <laughs> We've got to get past. They're in it anymore, are they? No, are they out? Then no, we won't. We've got to get past Stevenage first. Yeah, Stevenage Borough. (laughs) They're just Stevenage these days. I think they lost the borough. Yeah, (laughs) lost the borough. Goodness me. Uh, Maybe we might get we we might get a big name. Just luck of the draw, Gareth. Yeah. Uh, How good is it to see opposition fans riled losing to us from Clevo? And he's quoted a, a tweet from a Dagenham and Redridge fan. Um, but the tweet basically said that he saw a Yeovil player talking to the referee and laughing. Hope you lodge a complaint with the FA. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I'm sure I saw a Dagenham player you know, shaking hands with the referee at some point. Oh my goodness, whatever next. Yeah, uh, and, and this this is all back to I can't remember what game it was now, but wasn't there someone I Stop saw the court, oval? It? Was it the oval goalkeeper coach drinking with the referee or something yeah. like that? Yeah, and they were in different hotels all together. Yes, that's right. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so yes, it is nice to see, and uh, I, I did uh, I did point out that it's nice to be in Bromley fans' heads already before we've even started. They're already they already hate us. So um, yeah, it's, like, it's the Pete Wilde effect, isn't it? Get in their heads early. Absolutely. Uh, another one from Clevo. Do you think challenging for the playoffs is a real possibility? Will our anonymous owner allow Darren Sale to strengthen using some of the cup money or dip into the loan market as two spots free? Cynic in me remains unconvinced. <laughs> Did you add that last bit or Clevo? <laughs> no, that's Clevo. All right, there's Clevo's words. Yeah. Go on then, Ben. Put some more double A's in. What? Do you, what? what, what you, can, can we make the playoffs? Yeah, of course we can. Will we? I have no idea. Can we? Yeah, we're in touch. What's, what, what's, I mean... What have we played 10, 15 games? 14, 15, 14 games. 15, 
we would be I would be disappointed if we were bottom half from here now and we would have to reinforce more whether that's in January as football league clubs do some moving and we can strengthen a bit whether that's through an extra loan or whatever um I would hope that we would be in a position to strengthen the squad because this 15 players 16 17 players aren't going to make the playoffs without a little bit of help we've already spoken about a striker and an extra pair of 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 hands up front and we're going to have more games (laughs) no hands up front you're not allowed to do that anymore Nice pair of feet. Who was it? Yeah, Yate Town tried to do that and it didn't work for them. So, yeah, we're going to need a little bit of reinforcement. We're going to need a little bit of reinforcement, but yeah, why the hell not? As for the owner and stuff, I'm I'm not touching that with the barge pole. Ian, do you want that bit? (laughs) No, it's all right. Well, I would agree with you. I don't think think this squad, over the course of a season, just the squad that we've got at the moment, can... Do I still think we'd finish mid-table over the course of a season? Last five or six games have been have been brilliant, but I I don't think this squad can carry on the level of intensity that they're putting in games over the course of a season. Like you rightly said, Ben, there needs to be reinforcement. So that tells me that there does need to be some of that um, cup money reinvested into the team, and that. Uh, uh, that money should be reinvested into the club. That is the club's money. You know that has been achieved by uh, by you know, the, the performances of the team on on the pitch. There's nothing that that money should be doing other than benefiting the football club. Nothing, nothing yeah. should happen with that money other than that. Right, the two loan spots that are free. I've got a question for you guys. Okay, you can sign two loan players from our history. Like that we've signed on loan. Who are those two players to fill the loan spots for the rest of the season? That's a big question to spring on us with no notice. There's <laughs> going to be some awkward silence here, Glover's cast listeners, I... while we rack our brains. Liam Wilde but... is one. Yeah. yeah. You see, I would have said Sean McDonald. I'd have Sean McDonald in the middle of uh, in mm. the middle of midfield. Uh, just because I think he's a bit more. Um, although Liam Walsh was kind of like uh, he's like a weeble, wasn't he? When he ran through, he get got, got kicked and buffeted, but he never seemed to 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 go down. Whereas uh, uh, Sean McDonald had a bit more because well, he's just a bigger guy, wasn't he? But um, yeah, he seemed to used to drift past players as well. Um, so I'd say Sean McDonald. I've got a striker as well. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a striker who was Leon, uh, on Leon best. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, good shout. Yeah, 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 that is a good shout. I, I'm, I'm really on board with the Sean McDonald thing. I think he would imagine being able to put Sean McDonald in on Saturday, on Tuesday night instead of Dale Gorman right now. Honestly, just because of the hair, yeah, just because yeah. of the hair. Yeah, um, <laughs> we go have a sixty-six point six percent ginger midfield. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've got a title. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, that would be class one. Yeah, a goal scorer would be the other one. I mean, how 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 um how strict are you being? Can we have the loanies that became permanents? Can open up the the Paddy Maddens and the Luke Ailings and all the rest of it. Ryan Seeger. No. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, Paddy Madden was alone, wasn't he? Yeah, he was alone. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not overly strict. You can do. <laughs> but they have to wear number eighty-eight. <laughs> yeah, or they eight can, plus they, eight plus two. <laughs> they can, they just can't. They have to start every game on a yellow card. It's fine. 
Do you want Paddy Madden starting a game on a yellow? Well, them's the rules. I wear 17 <laughs> if you want. That's fine. He got fired up in the week, didn't he? In the uh, FA Cup match a couple of times. Did Paddy. Well, twice at the weekend as well, didn't he? He's, yeah. starting, he's starting. It's happening. So we've gone for Sean McDonald. I, I'd agree with you, Leon Best. Mark, mm, Marcus Stewart. Well, he was on loan, oh, was he? For a bit. Marcus Stewart. Is he yeah. another back-to-goal striker, though? Uh, he probably is, yeah. But he knew where the goal was, didn't he? Yeah, I don't think we need the, the best three in the division. Um, <laughs> I tell you what, I chuck, I chuck first in Aaron Davis in. He was special. But he wasn't on loan, was he? We signed him. Oh, I thought he was on loan first. He, no, he, he did, he he did come on loan. loan from Brighton, didn't he? Was it Does, Brighton? He came back it on was loan? Brighton because they had to sign him so we could loan him. Otherwise, yeah. it would have been three clubs. But um, when we first had him, he was permanent signing. So how does that fit in the rules then? Because he was a loan signing. But... Ian just made this question up five minutes before we came on. He had made up rules as well. Fail to prepare. Prepare to fail. I made it up on the spot, actually, Dave. I didn't even think of it five was minutes. It? Yeah. Okay, I'll give I... you I'll give you Leon Best. You can have Leon yeah. Best. Sean McDonald, Leon Best. There we go. Do you think they drop down to the National League? <laughs> Sean McDonald's retired, isn't he? So, yeah. uh, I don't think, yeah. I don't know about Leon Best. Actually, yeah. Maybe we should find out. Leon, where are you? Calling Leon Best. <laughs> well then, lads. Any anyone else for anything else? Was that it? Final requests. No, that was it. Clevo rounded us off with that. Um, terrific question. What a guy. What a I legend. I think we're good. How how incredible is this podcast going to be on Thursday if we beat Bromley? I don't know. Very, very incredible. I know. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna have to tear into a Dover fan or something, aren't we? I'm saying I'm I'm worried we're we're not going to find one. There there seems to be a very limited number of Doja fans. Although I thought that about Bournemouth fans, and I managed to find one of them. I've spoke to a Dover fan before. Oh, have you? Oh, okay. Bring them back. Who who were they? I can't remember. I've probably got. Did they have a handle as good as Cockney by rights? No, I put them. Definitely not. I've got them on my phone. I think. Yeah. Oh, there you go then. This is making great audio if they don't turn up now. Yeah. <laughs> Dover fan, you have been called. Right, lads. Cheers, team. Cheers. Later. And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. There's Lindergaard making Boris backpedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's found him via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trott. Goal!